Hey everybody, it's Fernando from the Rollback Podcast. And, well, I'm recording this on a Sunday. So, hopefully Eddie gets this out by Wednesday. He, by far, has the worst luck out of any human being I've ever been the privy of having knowledge of. He almost took my laptop with him. Son of a bitch. But, alas, despite his efforts... We are here to talk about the 2009 movie, Public Enemies. Now, I was cruising through Netflix, and I was trying to find something to watch, and this movie popped up. I was like, eh, it's been a while since I've seen Public Enemies. I really liked it when it first came out. Um, I think I was a freshman in high school when it popped down in theaters, and I thought, ah, what the hell, let me check it out. And to be honest, I actually thoroughly still enjoy it. Um, quick synopsis, Depression-era bank robber John Dillinger, played by Johnny Depp, charm and audacity endear him in much of his America's downtrodden public, but he's also a thorn in the side of J. Edgar Hoover, played by Billy Crudup, and the fledgling FBI. Desperate to capture the elusive outlaw, Hoover makes Dillinger his first public enemy number one, and assigns his top agent Melvin Purvis, played by Christian Bale, the task of bringing him in dead or alive. Now, I had no clue that this movie was directed by Michael Mann. Uh, back then, I didn't really look at the director. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Michael Mann, uh, very world-renowned director, uh, most famously for the movie Heat and pretty much any thriller you can think of. Um, now, when I was watching this movie, I was just like, it's actually a pretty good movie. Uh, I forgot how good it is. Action sequences, the sequences of them robbing banks, uh, I thought it was very interesting. Um, and then also, like, really delving into into what's going on in the movie, we have John Dillinger, who is robbing banks during the Depression era, which was very commonplace. Well, not commonplace, but it was starting to become a real problem. And at the time, J. Edgar Hoover was trying to really build his uh, Federal Bureau of Investigation, which wasn't getting too much um, respect. Uh, movie starts off with him. Uh, it looks like uh, some sort of uh, committee who he's going to for more funding. And they pretty much just chastise him and make fun of him on how he hasn't really... Um, arrested anyone personally and they're like you don't seem like the right person for this job and kind of takes that very uh personally and yeah uh decides to stick it to these people and next thing you know he pretty much just says i'm going to catch uh, uh john dillinger because at the time john dillinger is starting to become uh probably the most famous bank robber um, there was a few others at the time, Babyface Nelson, who we see in the movie, um, we also have, um, Bonnie and Clyde, we also have, um, I forget, <clears throat> I forgot, to be honest, and something that I didn't even realize until, like, the third fucking time that I saw this movie, that, uh, once his face is in this movie, uh, Channing Tatum, he fucking... Uh, pops out in this movie. 
in the very beginning and it's not credited at all like you don't really notice unless you're paying attention and then you kind of think hey wait a minute isn't that a isn't that Channing Tatum yeah he plays pretty boy Floyd in this movie um who gets killed by Melvin Purvis uh Melvin Purvis uh was slowly climbing up the ranks as a uh, pretty much as the world, not the world, the best FBI agent that they could get. Um, now, the odd thing is that J. Edgar, J. Edgar Hoover wanted him, but he also, let how do we phrase this? J. Edgar Hoover was a giant asshole. Um... Uh, spoiler alert, a little bit of a spoiler alert, uh, after Melvin Purvis gets extremely famous from, uh, the John Dillinger case, he takes him off of the case, uh, near, nearing the end, and then he kind of railroads him out of the FBI because he got really famous very quickly, and he didn't want that to happen. So, yeah, he's kind of a giant dill hole. Um, oh, also, we have... Uh, what's her name? Fuck. Uh, she came on... Uh, she comes on pretty much every Christopher Nolan movie. Uh, what is her name? Let's see. Uh, Marion Cotillard. She plays Billy Frechette, who is one of... Uh, I'm assuming many of John Dillinger's love interests. Now, this movie shot very odd. Like, the filming style looks almost like a reenactment type of shooting style. And I'm not saying it's bad. Like, the movie's interesting and it's paced very well. It's just the way it's shot is very different compared to what you usually see in movies, but, uh, in my opinion, very good, um, but yes, we follow John Dillinger, his run-ins with the FBI on how one time he got arrested, uh, by this local police because there was fire and they found their guns, and so the police were able to arrest him, um, he, his lawyer finesses him, finesses them to pretty much be able to keep uh john dillinger there and then uh breaks out with the help of another prisoner um but yeah for the most part just a fucking all-around not genius but you put him in a corner chances are he's gonna slither out and yeah he was a he was a slippery one now these type of robbers during this time were getting were running on an immense amount of luck. Uh, for example, Bonnie and Clyde uh, were running on an immense amount of luck. Uh, people were kind of falling in love with them because it was like like a fairy tale story uh, almost. And then they get killed in I want to say I want to say it's either Oklahoma or, <laughs> or Louisiana. I want to say it's Oklahoma, but. Um, yeah, it's very famous. Uh, two Texas Rangers who were hired by uh, 
the governor of Texas, I want to say the governor, um, hunted hunted them down across state lines and killed them. They shot them dead. Um, and then Pretty Boy Floyd gets killed by Melvin Purvis. Uh, these guys are have big names, but they are dropping like flies. So everyone's kind of wondering when John Dillinger's uh, luck is going to run out, which he does seem to have a lot of. Um, now... As we follow John Dillinger, I thought this movie was really good. Uh, I liked everyone's performance. I thought Johnny Depp was uh, great in this movie. Uh, this was still pretty much uh, prime, older Johnny Depp. Not older as in now, but I think he was like still really not old, but also not young. He was in that very good spot. And he was actually really good in this movie. I thought he did really well. Christian Bale, I thought, really did well as Melvin Purvis. And then Billy, Billy Crudup as J. Edgar Hoover. Now, J. J. Edgar Hoover has a whole lot of other stories. Um, which you could kind of see in the J. Edgar Hoover movie. I want to say that's, that one was directed by Clint Eastwood. And it's starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, but, yeah, that... That movie had, is a whole other bag of worms. Yeah, J. Edgar Hoover was a giant dill hole and pretty much blackmailed anyone he could. Um, and this was pretty much the beginning of it. Because, yeah, he didn't get any respect at this time. Now, uh, yes, uh, I thought everyone's performance is really good. The movies are pretty well paced. It's a little over two hours. Um... But it doesn't really feel like a drag. It doesn't really feel boring. The action scenes are really good. Um, I thought... You know, I thought that... This movie is one that you don't really see much of anymore. Um, Now there's action in this movie, but it's also not an action movie. It's more like like a thriller... Slash drama with some action in it. Because, yeah, this movie is not something that we get to see much of anymore. It seems like these type of movies are either going away or we don't just get to see them anymore on theaters. Maybe on uh, Netflix or Hulu going direct to digital. Uh, But, yeah, so far, I mean, I thought this movie was really well done. Um... I've, for me, the part where uh, John Dillinger is killed at the end by the FBI agents, um, where he was exiting a theater, I thought that was pretty fucking nuts. I mean, uh, the guy who who approached him was the same, well, uh, in the movie. And this wasn't really true. But the guy who approached him was the one that was smacking around his girlfriend. Because um, they wanted information out of her, but... In real life, Billy Frechette never got that type of interrogation where she was beating the shit out of. Uh, but other people did <laughs> in real life. Uh, like the wife of uh, Babyface Nelson, Alvin Carpus, and an associate of John Dillinger who ended up falling to his death. Uh, they said suicide, but... Uh, I don't think that was true. They, they say that historians think that they were kind of holding him outside of a window and he fell. But 
yeah, that was, uh, it was a little nuts, but, um, and then another thing, uh, I liked how Michael Mann would use actual props, like, uh, the cars, um, the shootout at that lodge, uh, where a Melvin Purvis tracks him down, uh, that was the actual lodge, like, the actual one, and they actually shot it, that scene, on the anniversary of the actual shootout, like, that was fucking nuts, but, I mean, for me personally, I thought this movie was really well done, um, I just like all the little things about it. Like, you could tell that Michael Mann really had a knack for this movie. Like, he really enjoyed the source material. You could tell that he had, like, a very strong bond. And you could tell that he knew what he wanted out of his actors. Um, Like, he praised Jason Clark repeatedly, calling him one of the most talented actors he had ever... Uh, encountered now i'm pretty sure there's a lot of you that are like wondering who's jason clark who's jason clark i guarantee you you have seen him in movies he's not always the leading man but he's fucking awesome like when you give him a chance uh most notably his i think one of his few like leading roles uh was in the pet cemetery uh reboot and in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which for me, top 10 sequels. I thought that movie was awesome. Um, but yeah, a uh, great actor. I uh, loved how he was used in this film. Uh, Johnny Depp plays John Dillinger very well because John Dillinger was supposed to be this very charismatic, very charming bank robber and you could tell like Johnny Depp was oozing that shit like at the time and this was pre you know Amber Turd I mean Heard sorry Amber Heard and well yeah the, this Johnny Depp was definitely on his A game um but yeah like you can just tell that fucking Michael Mann really loved this source material I mean when he had um when he had, oh, what's his name? Oh, oh I'm blanking. <laughs> when he had Johnny Depp, uh, uh, when he had Johnny Depp uh, go, well, he didn't have Johnny Depp go. Johnny Depp wanted to get uh, familiar with John Dillinger. And in preparation, he went to a museum in Indiana where he was allowed to read some letters. And also, uh, he even tried on some of the pants. Uh, that Dillinger wore uh, the night he was shot. And uh, Johnny Depp said that the pants fit him perfectly. So, interesting. But, yeah, it's funny how many parallels there are on this movie. Like, the fact that uh, Christian Bale and uh, Marion Cotillard, I'm going to butcher that name until the day I die, uh, appeared in uh, Dark Knight Rises together. No, not not too long after. Um, also, how uh, Christian Bale and Jason Clark both played John Connor. Crazy, crazy world. But oh, and then how pretty much a lot of these actors went on to do the Boardwalk Empire show on HBO, which was uh, very similar because I mean gangsters. 
But yeah, for me, this movie I thought was really well uh, done. Uh, a little stuff gets kind of, I mean, it, it, with every historical movie, everything kind of gets um, exacerbated to to what it was. Uh, we all know that, but it's also, I mean, it's a movie, dude. Like, we all do this so that we can make things look cooler than what they were. Um, like, for example, yes, J. Edgar Hoover was a humongous piece of shit. And don't get me wrong, very humongous piece of shit. But a lot of the things he did, he uh, pretty much revolutionized uh, what we know today as common police work, taking fingerprints, uh, for example, that was something that he revolutionized, um, which also kind of makes that, uh, dig by the center kind of wrong, because he actually was a part of the Lindbergh case, and one of the head agents on it, so he did do things, also another thing that I noticed in this movie uh, so there's a part where, where Melvin Purvis is calling Hoover, and he's like, we don't have the, the right men for the job. This is after, not Pretty Boy Floyd, Babyface Nelson kills one of the FBI agents, because um, they go to his hotel room, and he lies to the FBI, says that he is, he's someone, and... They take off, but they know that's him. So they're just like, make oh, watch that hallway. I'm gonna be right back. And so the FBI agent, FBI agent, kind of turns around and uh, Babyface Nelson kills him. And uh, fuck, why well, I lost my train of thought. Babyface Nelson kills him. <laughs> and uh, fuck, 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 fuck. And the agent gets killed. Uh, Melvin Purvis calls up J. Edgar Hoover saying that the type of men that we have for the job is not the type of men that we need. They need pretty much like roughnecks. And he says that we need some guys from Texas. Because um, at the time, like Texas lawmen were pretty uh, rough, to say the least. And one of those Texas lawmen, UFC legend wrestling legend Don Fry uh, I looked at him and I was like I know that mustache anywhere and yeah fucking Don Fry is in this movie very interesting <laughs> I thought that was a little random tidbit uh, but as far as uh, this movie goes I thought this movie was really well done I thought I think it still holds up to this day we get to see a prime giant Depp a prime Christian Bale just really acting their hearts out uh, for the most part, I definitely would say to rewatch this movie and give it another shot, especially if I haven't seen it before. It's very interesting. You get to see a period piece, and well, yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it. That's all I gotta say about this movie. Uh, please check us out the rollback. Uh, we are anywhere where you get your podcast needs. Uh, hopefully, uh, Eddie's laptop is fixed by Wednesday so that he can upload this, but. Yeah, uh, that's it, everybody. This is Fernando from the World. Ah, this is Fernando from the Rollback Podcast, and this was your review for Public Enemies. Let's cut it.